He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Alleluia. The Lord is risen indeed. O come, let us adore him. Alleluia. Together let us say the Pascha Nostrum. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. The psalm for this morning is Psalm 94, found on page 457. O Lord God, to whom vengeance belongeth, thou God, to whom vengeance belongeth, show thyself. Arise, thou judge of the world, and reward the proud after their deserving. Lord, how long shall the ungodly how long shall the ungodly triumph? How long shall all wicked doers speak so disdainfully and make such proud boasting? They smite down thy people, O Lord, and trouble thine heritage. They murder the widow and the stranger and put the fatherless to death. And yet they say, Tush, the Lord shall not see, neither shall the God of Jacob regard it. Take heed, ye unwise among the people, O ye fools, when will ye understand? He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? Or he that made the eye, shall he not see? Or he that instructeth the heathen, it is he that teacheth man knowledge, shall he, shall not he punish? The Lord knoweth the thoughts of man, that they are but vain. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teachest him in thy law that thou mayest give him patience in time of adversity until the pit be digged up for the ungodly. For the Lord will not fail his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Until righteousness turn again unto judgment, all such as are true in heart shall follow it. Who will rise up with me against the wicked, or who will take my part against the evildoers? If the Lord had not helped me, it had not failed, but my soul had been put to silence. But when I said, My foot hath slipped, thy mercy, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of the sorrows that I had in my heart, 
Thy comforts have refreshed my soul. Wilt thou have anything to do with the throne of wickedness, which imagineth mischief as a law? They gather them together against the soul of the righteous, and condemn the innocent blood. But the Lord is my refuge, and my God is the strength of my confidence. He shall recompense them their wickedness, and destroy them in their own malice. Yea, the Lord our God shall destroy them. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the 33rd chapter of the book of Exodus. Moses took his tent and pitched it outside the camp, far from the camp, and called it the Tabernacle of Meeting. And it came to pass that everyone who sought the Lord went out to the tabernacle of meeting, which was outside the camp. So it was, whenever Moses went out to the tabernacle, that all the people rose, and each man stood at his tent door and watched Moses until he had gone into the tabernacle. And it came to pass, when Moses entered the tabernacle, that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle, and the Lord talked with Moses. All the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the tabernacle door, and all the people rose and worshipped, each man in his own tent door. So the Lord spoke to Moses face to face, as a man speaks to his friend, and he would return to the camp. But his servant Joshua the son of Nun, a young man, did not depart from the tabernacle. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name, and you have also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you, and that I may find grace in your sight, and consider that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence will go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. For how then will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight, except you go with us. So we shall be separate, your people and I, from all the people who are upon the face of the earth. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. And he said, Please show me your glory. Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, You cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. And the Lord said, Here is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be, while my glory passes by, that it will put you in the cleft of the rock, 
and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry. Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The good, glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble armory of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee the Father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable, true, and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God, in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants, whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee and we worship thy name ever world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the eleventh chapter of the letter to the Hebrews. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God tested, testifying of his gifts, and through it he being dead still speaks. By faith Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death, and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken he had this testimony, that he pleased God. But without faith it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith he dwelt 
in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man, and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But they desired a better, that is, a heavenly country. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Here endeth the second lesson. Together the Dignus S. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hath redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hath made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. Third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who showest to them that are in error the light of thy truth, to the intent that they may return into the way of righteousness, grant unto all those who are admitted into the fellowship of Christ's religion, that they may avoid those things that are contrary to their profession, 
and follow all such things are agreeable to the same. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. In our Exodus scene today, we, we have this sort of post-golden calf worship scene where God, Moses goes outside the camp to, to encounter God, sets up the, the tabernacle that was, you know, uh, for which instructions were given on Mount Sinai, and he meets God outside the camp, and the idea that because the people have been disobedient in the golden calf incident, God can't be close to them, although it does seem as though where, where Moses goes out there to, to encounter God and the, the, the glory cloud descends on Moses and Moses speaks with God, that the people are all said to be at, the, at their door of their tent watching. So it seems like it's a, a chastened Israel now who, who is now you know, uh, uh, facing God and, and, and somehow participating in that, in that sort of act of worship, as it were. And we should note that that this um, sort of veiled Trinitarianism is still is 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 present here as it is in the creation narrative where Moses it's the cloud which is representative of the spirit and in the cloud God speaks to Moses so it's sort of spirit and word God revealing himself through through the spirit and and the word. But the main point about the passages is, is, as regards the New Testament is we see the distance between God and the people. The people are, because of sin, that they can't get close. We need a mediator, Moses, to, to intercede for us. And Moses himself will, by his own sin, will not make it to the promised land. And um, this gives some of the, 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 and the, and the verse in, in our passage where it says, um, Moses is talking who will go with us up to the promised land and and he asks to see God's glory and God says no one can see me and live and he gives him a, a glimpse of his goodness as it passes by and this provides a kind of thematic backdrop for understanding the incarnation because the idea we can't really look at God and live and so God himself in Christ takes on human form and um and comes among us and then through his cross resurrection ascension and the gift of the spirit now he comes and begins to change us from the inside to transform us so we can begin to see god and and it what this idea that no one can see my face and live can be contrasted with second corinthians chapter 4 verse 6 where it says, for it's God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who is shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. 
So the idea of Moses couldn't look at the face of God, but here Jesus is the very image of God and we get to see his face. He's because he's become human, become become man, he's taken on a form that we can begin to behold. And the mystery of our redemption is that he has come to us in a form we can receive in order to change us and lift us up so that we can become the kind of people who can live with God. And that's our own redemption is this growth into the likeness of Christ, the, 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 the fully redeemed image. So we will be able to, do, to live with God because right now in our state, we can't see God and live. And so we're being redeemed like that. And the means by which that redemption is furthered, it's highlighted in our Hebrews passage, is faith. We, it's believing in the promise of God um, against the visible evidence. And this, the reason that faith is so important gets back to Genesis chapter 3, because it was a lack of faith that caused sin. The first humans didn't hold on to the word of God in the face of the temptation where it seemed uncomfortable to hold on to the word of God. And so now these Hebrew Christians were being persecuted. They're being exhorted by faith. You see, this is the, this is the narrative of God's people throughout history. They're always called to obey God, even though um, it doesn't, it's not obvious that, that this is going to amount to anything. Abraham's called to leave his country. Uh, Noah's called to build an ark. And so we are called to live in this world as people who obey the word of God, even when it doesn't seem visibly like it's working out, because we trust in God. It's the faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the, the substance of things not seen, and we hold on to that. And as we believe God's word, that, that new creation, we undo the reality of sin, which is doubt, disbelief, and we and we. Um, we further our redemption because God's creation works in us. When we trust and believe in his word, his spirit works in us to, to recreate us in his image and, and to prepare us for that coming kingdom of which, uh, that city of which Hebrews speaks. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed. And grant them an entrance into the light of land and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy son our Savior, Jesus Christ.
Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. For the means of grace and for the hope of glory, and we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Direct us, O Lord, in all our doings, and with thy most gracious favor, and further us with thy continual help, that in all our works begun, continued, and ended in thee, we may glorify thy holy name, and finally, by thy mercy, obtain everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you to Chris and Jack for making this worship possible. Thank you to Bishop for your meditation. Thank you. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Good day. Have a super day, everybody. Bye, kiddos. Really good words, Bishop. Really good stuff. Thank you. Yes, thank you, sir. Thanks, Jack.